Hi, this is Reverend Dr. Marisha, your lioness queen. This is the first week of launching my podcast. Man, I'm so excited to support and empower women who are still struggling with the emotional trauma from separation and divorce. Or should I stay still in the fight of battling um, your mind to move forward? I'm so excited about this new year, 2020, and how the Lord is leading um, my new ministry and this journey, empowering other lioness queens to work through the loss and trauma of separation and or divorce. This is Fed the month of February, the second month of 2020, or should I say the love month because of Valentine's Day. But nevertheless, this is a time for lioness queens to just experience all God's love has to offer. Learn how to love yourself and be open to love again. Now, in order for these things to happen, it's time for us as lioness queens to have a mindset of healing and wholeness to move forward into your destiny in Jesus name. Now, let me give you a little background of myself and my story. After I graduated from high school, I dated my ex-husband for uh, nine years before we got married. Uh, one of the biggest hindrances, which I thought, um, was we both went to college part-time and worked full-time. And so just trying to better ourselves and trying to finish what we started. Definitely working full-time and attending college part-time, you know, it takes you a little longer than somebody who doesn't work. Um, but we both did it. Um, then I would say maybe eight years into our relationship, he proposed. And then a year later, we got married. It was apparent at that time that God had orchestrated everything. We had a destination wedding in the Bahamas that was actually inexpensive. I had found a wedding coordinator. She just worked everything out. Um, we had 40 guests that came to celebrate with us. Um, I'm telling you, it was just something to behold. The wedding was by the water. We had limo. I mean, we, everything was planned. I didn't have to really do anything. All we had to do was go. In addition, we had just bought our first home. We were only 27. And between the two of us, we were barely making 60000 But it was still another milestone and accomplishment. I mean, it just seemed as if God was in our favor at the time. Shortly after we got married, I got pregnant, which was unexpected and a huge surprise. Um, but strangely enough, my ex took it um, a little hard, to say the least. We went through a lot during my pregnancy. Uh, I must admit, it added a lot of stress of the fear of the unknown. It was something that we didn't plan, but God had a plan. There were so many milestones and big decisions that we made before the age of 30 um, that really impacted both of our lives. After four months of pregnancy, um, I started gaining a lot of weight and developed preeclampsia, which is high blood pressure, and just struggled with clothes fitting, shoes fitting. Um, I was gaining weight so rapidly, and my pressure um, was very unstable. Due to my excessive weight gain and the possibility of me having a stroke, uh, my doctor had decided to induce me at a month early before my due date. 
that was another unexpected um it was just unexpected we just you know something we didn't plan it was you know we were trying to get a hold of being parents and new parents and um having our child come early we just didn't expect and especially me being sick and so it was just another hiccup that just happened so um the day came when my doctor induced induced me I had to stay uh, in the hospital overnight and I mean over a short period of time my pressure had began to rise my kidney started shutting down I developed fluid in my lungs I was having trouble breathing I mean, it, things were going by so fast. They were having trouble just keeping me stable. So they decided in the morning to have an emergency C-section. And due to all the trauma that my body had experienced, um, actually, I had to stay in the hospital eight days to recover. My son, developed; he had complications as well, and he had to stay in the hospital as well. And um, it was just all unexpected. We... We're just trying to figure out what God was doing. Definitely as new parents, um, you know, that's an unexpected stressor. Stressor, But we, we, you know, we made it through. We just made it work. Right after my son was born, we started having difficulties in our marriage. And... Um, at some point, it was stressful, but we just tried our best to work through it, so I thought. After my son turned two years old, actually, I decided to better myself and go back to school, get a master's degree. Um, and I have a master's degree in counseling from Gallaudet University in Washington, D.C. I started out first in uh, majoring in mental health counseling, but then I switched to school counseling. Absolutely love grad school so much. I decided to continue with my education and pursued a doctorate degree in human services with a specialization in counseling and graduated in 2011. Interestingly enough, while earning my master's degree, I developed a passion actually for helping married couples. I actually love being married. Marriage is something I believed in and believe that couples could be successful if they denied themselves and looked at marriage as their first ministry. God started even giving me books he wanted me to write, workshops he wanted me to facilitate, ministries he wanted uh, me to give birth to. And I started on the journey not knowing or realizing that my marriage was falling apart behind the scenes. I will never forget my 40th birthday. My ex-husband and I, we went on a cruise with six other couples. And I was so excited about this milestone birthday, the big 4-0. And enjoying time celebrating my life um, with my ex-husband and family and friends. I just didn't realize that was the beginning of me seeing, feeling, and experiencing him pulling away. From me emotionally, mentally, and physically. What I thought would would have been the best birthday ever turned into a disaster. I actually remember us having an argument. 
and he raised his voice at me. We were at the dinner table, and if you've ever been on a cruise, you know, everybody's kind of dressed up. It's very formal, and he kind of raised his voice and argued with me, and that night had turned into a disaster. I was so embarrassed, and I remember running into the bathroom trying to get myself together. It was just the beginning of a downward spiral. Then one day he just said he was unhappy with being married and he never, ever wanted to be married. And he wanted out of the marriage. I was so devastated, hurt, depleted, disgusted, bitter, angry, crushed, emotional, spiteful, clueless, vulnerable, and numb. I had all of those emotions going on. Not to mention he didn't want to speak with anyone about help or reconciliation. I gave my ex-husband a total of 24 years, nine dating and 15 married. And I felt all for what? All I felt at that moment was he wasted my time, my years, my young adulthood. But most of all, my entire life. The worst part was living and sleeping with someone every day for another year until we were able to sell our house. During that time, the unthinkable happened. My hair fell out. I was so devastated. I never thought, I just had never experienced it, you know. My hair fell out. Although my girlfriends, once I got a cut, you know, my girlfriends actually actually loved it, but I absolutely hated it. God had to work with me on the change and help me realize that I am not my hair. My hair did not define who I was or who I will become. It was just hair. Then I had another barrier I had to let go of was my home. I'm going to tell you, I love my home, y'all. I loved it. It was such an accomplishment for both of us. But again, a house is not enough to keep anyone. We had just bought a, a, a like a 4,000, a little bit over 4,000 single, uh, 4,000 square foot single family home, two car garage, three tier deck, patio, fenced in backyard, a fully finished basement about five years prior. I love decorating my house, especially during the holidays. But I had to realize it was not a home. I didn't want to sell my house, but didn't want to make somebody be with me when they had already tuned out. Unfortunately, around that time, the economy was so bad, it took a little time to sell our house, which made the process harder to live. Harder to be with someone who didn't want you anymore. And obviously, emotionally or physically moved on. And try to live a facade to cover and hide the dysfunction from my son until we actually moved out. It was quite challenging trying to keep the lie hidden from my son and family. But... Who was I really protecting? All I can say is I never want to go back to that space and time again. 
Once the separation happened, I thought, hmm, maybe God was doing something in him and in myself. I still actually believed and prayed for God to restore my marriage. I gave my ex-husband his space. We never really talked day to day or even weekly about um, our relationship or anything that related to us, only matters that pertain to our son. The one gift that I must say that God has given me is the gift of holding my tongue. (laughs) I'm pretty gifted in thinking about what I'm going to say before I say it. Even when we were married, like, There were a lot of things I questioned or I actually should have spoken up about, but I didn't, which, you know, in some eyes can be a weakness, but sometimes it's an enormous strength. After a year of being separated, we had a conversation. He said he still didn't know what he wanted to do, but still did not want to pursue reconciliation or counseling or speak with our pastor. At that point, I had a lot of questions for God and what he was doing because I didn't understand how he would bring someone in my life who I thought we were pretty compatible, great friends, and work well with each other. We didn't have a lot of arguments or disagreements. Everything, you know, seemed as if it was good, especially compared with our other married friends. I mean, the marriage was by no means perfect, but it just didn't seem as if this was the end. He definitely had a bad habit of hanging out more than he did with spending time with his family, which was evident since since the beginning. I tried my best to work through it and tried my best to spend as much time with my son as possible. So my son didn't feel alone, but I long companionship. After three years of separation, we met up again to talk about the plan. What were we going to do? And I heard the words I never wanted to hear. And that was he wanted a divorce. The signs had been on the wall for the past three years, actually, that he didn't want me. Not once. Did he say he missed us? Not once did he say he missed being a family. Not once did he say he missed our home and family gatherings. Not once did he ever bring up the two of us. Not once. I should have known it was coming to this, but I still believe God was a restorer. Many women like myself still hold on to their vows. They made their vows for better, for worse. The time they shared and the familiarity with one another. But what I learned is that it doesn't mean anything if someone wants out or has moved on. It makes one feel worthless. It made me feel worthless. Like he just threw me away like a piece of trash. When you have given your everything you, you've been a wife, you've cooked, you've cleaned, you've worked, raised children, and then it's all just thrown away. It seems as if all of your love, hard work, and sacrifice was for nothing, not realizing God had a greater plan. 
I was married to a man who didn't want to be married and didn't want to be bothered. So what I had to come to the realization was in a nutshell, I was married to someone who basically neglected his role as a husband for 24 years. He played the role, but never wanted the commitment, just went through the motions. But God helped me to see that it was a great partnership, but it just was not a marriage the way God created it to be. He didn't love me as Christ loves the church, but I still had questions and I questioned God. I blamed God. I went through so many emotions like I was on a roller coaster. I could barely understand what was the purpose in all of this, God? God, what were you doing? And there was times, there was a time that I remember that God had to check me and say, little girl, all of it wasn't bad. All of it wasn't terrible. You had some good moments. You had some blessings. You had some open doors that some people did not have. I need you to see me in all of this. But then there were some times when God was silent. I didn't hear him respond to anything. Oftentimes I cried myself to sleep. I screamed. I hollered. I became bitter, negative, spiteful, depressed, and even had thoughts of suicide. But God, nevertheless, I didn't realize the emotional turmoil and trauma my mind would experience. But God had a purpose. During this process is when I realized that the inner work that the Lord did in me was something he wanted me to pass on to help other women who've experienced separation and or divorce. I actually forgot about it one day, but the Lord was speaking to me about my journey and how far I had come and how my journey has pushed me to my purpose and to help other women work on their journey, working through the jungle in their mind. God healed and restored, (laughs) healed and restored my brokenness while at the same time preparing me for ministry. I realized healing was connected to my mindset on how much God loved me, how much I needed to love myself, and how to be open and trust in love again. In 2019, I became a licensed minister at Cornerstone Peaceful Bible Baptist Church. While at the same time, God was doing an inner work on the ministry he wanted me to birth called Lioness Queen. The ministry's mission is to help empower and encourage women who are stuck and still struggle with the emotional trauma of separation and or divorce. Ultimately, my goal is to help women become residue free. I am determined to help other women realize 
that the separation and divorce had a purpose. And it is the quality of your thinking that dictates whether the divorce is a blessing or a curse. I'm just really excited. I'm just excited about the opportunity for the podcast just to help empower women work through the battle in their minds just like I had to do and still doing. The podcast will post weekly on Wednesdays at 3 p.m. I will have a theme for the month. Uh, Also, I'll have speakers um, that will come in, women who have also overcome separation, divorce. We'll talk about different things as it relates to the word of God and how we as women can become residue free. How we can release all of the layers that were passed down, generational curses, familiar spirits given by our experiences or self-imposed. Trust me when I say we'll discuss some hard topics sometimes. But in order for us to get free, some things need to come out into the light. Some things you have to be honest with yourself about. And why not start fresh in the new year of 2020? If you have a friend or a family member who you know is experiencing, still experiencing the emotional trauma of separation and or divorce, share the podcast or my social media information because I want to be able to help other women fight daily of bringing their mind under subjection to to a state of being residue free. Stay tuned for next week. Um, This is Reverend Dr. Marisha, your lioness queen. And I want to end with a, um, a chant that I want you to repeat after me. I am a lioness queen. God wants me to rise up. He wants me to take my rightful place. As the queen I am. He wants me to be residue free. Intentional in my daily fight. Stand only on the word of God. Realize I am a masterpiece. Realize I am enough. And realize I am, I am a lioness queen with a purpose. Amen. Stay tuned to next week.